Hello and welcome to BSD Talk number 33. It's April 17, 2006. Let's just jump straight to the interview. Today on BSD Talk, we're speaking with Thomas Shaw, and he's the Director of Presentation Platform Engineering at Yahoo. So I want to thank you very much for coming on to the show today and ask you a little bit about one of the projects that you've released recently, and that is the Yahoo User Interface Library. So maybe you could give us a little bit of an idea of what that is and what this whole project is about. Okay, I'll be glad to do so. Um, first of all, thank you for having me here. Um, a little bit about the YUI library. So about a year and a half ago, we started an initiative internally at Yahoo to consolidate the efforts of front-end development uh, into a, a platform effort, um, largely to centralize code libraries and so as to encourage reuse and consistency. Now, if you take a look at current trends in in the in the advent of Web 2.0 development, um, you'll and certainly across Yahoo, you'll see a great many of our products and services beginning to surface rich user interactivity via the UI. And in order to standardize across the various product groups here at Yahoo, the, this is part of the effort and to consolidate a UI development foundation. As an offshoot of that, um, how we deploy the libraries, uh, that the code source code is visible regardless of how you choose to obfuscate or minify it. So as an added incentive, we looked to release the raw source code as well as with full API documentation to benefit individuals or, or other development entities who have banged their heads against the, the idiosyncrasies of cross-browser development and, uh, as a general rule, just share our findings. Now, granted, there are a myriad of libraries that fulfill this objective to certain degrees from the very simple to the incredibly complex. The objective here is not just to be a better or worse solution, but rather this is a solution that has fit Yahoo's needs, and if it should happen to feed, fit your needs, then we would like you to use it or be able to use it with as much of our findings as possible. And can you give an example of some of the controls or widgets that are provided by this interface library? Sure. If you look at the collection within the YUI library, there are currently differentiated into two groups, uh, what we would call utilities, and the, the second half being widgets. The, the clarification between the two is uh, if you look at utilities, they, the utility set is comprised of what we would call low-level behaviors within the UI, things like drag and drop, things like browser events, and certainly some DOM manipulation. A lot of that we have packaged and equalized for cross-browser differences. So in a sense, those are what I, again, would deem low-level behaviors that are intrinsic to rich, uh, rich user interactions. 
and to speak on the widget set. Widget set is essentially a, a complex implementation of low-level behaviors to, to manifest a UI representation. So things that you would commonly take for granted in, in any kind of a UI foundation library, things like uh, combo boxes, things like uh, calendar controls, sliders, tree views, they comprise that set. I guess the purpose of this library is to let developers who are making web applications move beyond the basic elements that are available in HTML, such as text entry boxes, drop-down lists, and radio buttons. It's designed to give them some richer elements to make their web applications behave more like a desktop application? That is correct. And I guess the buzzword of this year is AJAX. I, I, some people just like to stay away from that word, but I'm, I'm guessing that this is part of that whole AJAX thing that's going on these days. Um, if you wish to call it that, sure. <laughs> What do you guys call it? If it's, uh, I mean, it's, it's using JavaScript, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it's using um, asynchronous requests between the browser and the web server so that you don't have to do a page refresh every time you make changes. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, yeah. Are you currently using these widgets or features on the Yahoo website itself? Are there places that people could go to see this in real-world use? Actually, yes. Um, the, many of the components within the library are deployed across of across the Yahoo services and products. One example I can cite is the recently redesigned My Yahoo interface. If you'll notice on the primary page, um, after logging in, you'll notice that there are a great many um, capabilities that are that were previously not available nor surfaced in My Yahoo, such as the ability to drag and drop and rearrange modules or content modules for your preference. Earlier you mentioned releasing this code, you know, in the sense that while the code was available for people to see, you were releasing it under a license that would also make it reusable. And that relates to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And the question is, what license did you release this under? The YUI library was released under the BSD license. And how did you feel that would benefit the project? I think we wanted to take a, a neutral position, and one that would easily encourage adoption. It's our interest to, to share this library with you, and then we will also want to lower the barriers of entry as, possi as much as possible. We, we honestly want you to be able to take the code and try it in whichever application or environment you deem fit for your own needs. And in order to encourage that or to minimize any degree of difficulty in adopting these libraries, we chose to go with a path that would allow uh, what we would deem to be the greatest flexibility in usage. When I was looking through the website and at some of your documentation, one thing that was, I think, uh, well-written, but perhaps missing some concrete examples for me, was your browser support. Essentially, you had broken browsers up to, if I recall correctly, a C a and X categories of browsers? Uh, the browser matrix, yeah. yeah. And I didn't know uh, if you could describe that a little bit and maybe give some examples of some browsers that you've been testing this with. Sure. Um, the, the graded browser support philosophy is, is one uh, where we maintain a continuum of experiences, meaning the, the A-grade browsers are those we deem to be modern and capable of using the YUI libraries. And a C-grade classification is essentially an, an older, obsolete browser that may not necessarily have the capabilities to support the, the usage or the implementation of the YUI library. 
And at the same time, the, the X-grade classification, given the near innumerable user agents and browser environment combinations out there, uh, to explicitly test against each and every one of them is, is a near endless task. An X-grade browser is essentially a category where it's either an emerging browser or a fringe browser that we think may be able to support the YUI library functionality, but we cannot be certain because it has not yet been tested or is not actively tested against. I guess which browsers might be considered an A browser? Uh, our classification of A-grade browsers right now are pretty much the, the primary players, the, the IE 6s and 7s of the world, the Firefox uh, 1.0.x and up, Safari 1.3 plus, Opera 8.5 plus, essentially those that would, the, these user agents, regardless of the operating system they run on, comprise on or about 95% of our inbound traffic, aggregate across the network, of course. And how well do these library elements degrade when they encounter older browsers? Um, there's a combination of ways to handle that. In many cases where we've tried to build in degradation, the, the degradation of the component essentially breaks down into the basic components in HTML. So uh, in, a, in a situation where, say, the rich calendar interface was implemented, but JavaScript was disabled, or in some, or it happens to use DOM methods that are not available at the time of this browser's release, then essentially it, it should degrade down into a tabular representation of a calendar. You're essentially going back into a, a click and refresh mode. I didn't know whether the uh, programmers that would be using your libraries would have to build in their own alternate representations of these widgets, or whether they would gracefully provide something for them. At some point, we'd like to make that degradation consistent across all of the widgets. Um, where, where it's possible right now, we make that degree of support. And a lot of the feedback is actually also coming in from our user experience and design group that um, give us some ideas as well as uh, practice guidelines for implementing degradation so as to meet what they would deem to be a baseline user experience or a usable uh, representation should a rich interface not be available. And one of the things that most people look to for the success of an open source project is the community that develops around it. And I was just wondering what you guys have done at Yahoo to try and build a community around these libraries. One of the reasons why we chose to release the library via the Yahoo Developer Network is so that we can begin building that community that you mentioned. And presently, it's one of the primary drivers of traffic to the YDN JavaScript forum, of which there are currently in excess of 1,100 members. Now, we also wanted to foster a community around the usage of these libraries so that we can collect feedback from the external community as these library components are used, as well as potentially reports on bugs, recommendation on fixes, as well as feature enhancements, so as to set some of our expectations from what the external world is, is using versus what we are doing internally. Um, at some point, we would like to be able to uh, open up the, the source to allow external contributions. Presently, I think the library is at a state where we want to definitely make it a little bit more comprehensive. And we're also looking at avenues, since this has been asked for a bit from the external community, uh, we're looking to 
have the code hosted in, on some form of an anonymous CVS just so that we are able to, one, uh, address fixes and patches in, in a more reactive and a more uh, timely fashion than we are currently doing. I don't know whether you want to go into perhaps a, a much broader topic, and that is the general direction of web applications in the future. There seems to be uh, one group of people that feel that uh, eventually the web browser will replace the operating system. And there's another group of people who feels that there's just too many applications that really have to be desktop applications. And with you working so deeply in web user interfaces, I didn't know if you started to develop a feeling one way or the other, given current technology. Hmm. Well, that, that's, that's certainly something that, uh, as an organization, we struggle with, whether or not it's building the atomic pieces that eventually end up being part of an application or the application itself. Uh, I would probably venture to say that this, this development environment is still somewhat in its infancy at this point. I think uh, while the, the buzz around Ajax on Web 2.0 uh, is currently at somewhat of a of a boiling point, the development techniques and the technology have been in support of it for for several years now, but it's only coming to fruition at this point. So as to whether or not uh, the the future of web application will will be such that it that environment replaces an operating system or if it should be the de facto standard to build uh, desktop applications in the web browser, I think it's it's still a bit early to decide that. I don't think it should be thought of as browser exclusivity. I, I do think there is a world beyond that. So I think at this present time, the development happens to be in that environment, but how, what is it going to be like 12, 18 months down the road is is a very difficult question to answer. And speaking of the future, are there any large features or major enhancements that you're looking to add to the user interface library in an upcoming release? Uh, most definitely. Um, I, I realized that we're, we're somewhat tasking the patience of this community in the want of what is coming down the pipe. So um, as I would mentioned earlier, we are looking at structuring a, uh, an anonymous CVS format to be able to better deliver code that's coming down the pipeline in the, in the very near future. Uh, we are looking to certainly reinforce the, the existing set of components, plus add to the library where, um, based on some of the user feedback we've received. So there, there are definitely uh, new components uh, that would be introduced into the library. And I would probably venture to say we will do this sometime by the end of the May, uh, end of May at the latest. That's great. I think having a, a rich user interface library for web applications is a wonderful thing. You know, especially coming from the perspective of this podcast, which is about alternate operating systems. I think generally for people who use alternate operating systems, you're always frustrated by the fact that the latest, coolest application might be specifically for a single platform. So I, you know, I'm definitely always excited when I see large companies putting some effort behind web-based applications and the whole operating system agnostic world. So I think it's wonderful that you guys are putting effort into this. Well, certainly to that point, I mean, the, the, the world of web development is, is so broad and diverse that to focus on any particular one platform and one browser, and even for business reasons or whatnot, I think is somewhat disingenuous. And certainly with, with the intent behind the YUI library, the broadest degree of reach is certainly one of our objectives. 
I don't know whether you're willing to share, what's your web browser of choice? My web browser of choice? Um, hmm. um, it's, it's a toss-up between Firefox 107 and 1.5. Well, is there anything else you'd like to say about uh, the Yahoo User Interface Library or other projects that you're working on at Yahoo? Uh, I think we're we're really excited and really really pleased at the uh, the amount of feedback we've received uh, in terms of the uh, library's usage. And I just want to reemphasize that regardless of whether or not uh, we respond on the development forms right now, and we we try to as much as we can given our availability, but we do listen to your feedback and we do factor that into our development plan in the future. So please keep the comments coming. And where should people go if they want to start messing around or testing with the uh, Yahoo user interface libraries? Please have a look at uh, developer.yahoo.com under the YUI library section. Thank you very much for speaking with me today, and good luck with your work at Yahoo. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. If you'd like to leave comments on the website, you can reach it at bsdtalk.blogspot.com, or if you'd like to send me an email, you can reach me at bitgeist at yahoo.com. That's B-I-T-G-E-I-S-T at yahoo.com. I do want to encourage people to send in their comments and audio files, and if you know anyone using BSD or developing BSD software, send them my uh, contact information. I'd love to interview them. Thank you for listening. This has been BST Talk number 33.